Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about something that DOJ didn't want to talk about. The special counsel's office didn't want discussed initially. And it has to do with Trump and Twitter, of all things. So a lot of the coverage is focusing on the fact that a while back, the special counsel's office got a warrant in secret and uh, used it to try to obtain information from Twitter. Looks like Twitter might have fought it, uh, but it eventually lost. Um, and it has to do with direct messages and stuff like that. All of that is entertaining and it's worth noting, but not really groundbreaking. There is something far more interesting to me in this. And it's the reason, one of the reasons, the special counsel's office didn't want Trump to know about this warrant. Didn't want him to know about what they were obtaining. And uh, they said, in relevant part, that, well, it could precipitate violence as occurred following the public disclosure of the search warrant executed at Mar-a-Lago. That's an interesting statement. That is tying the former president to acts of violence. That, 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 that's really interesting. And it's not the only time something like that was said. These are not hypothetical considerations in this case. Following his defeat in the 2020 presidential election, the former president propagated false claims of fraud, including swearing to false allegations in a federal court filing, pressured state and federal officials to violate their legal duties, and retaliated against those who did not comply with his demands, culminating in violence at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. That's interesting. That's interesting. You now have prosecutors drawing a direct line in filings on paper from Trump's actions to violence. Now, whether or not that ever translates into accountability for that, that's one thing. It, it, it very well may not. They may not be able to prove their belief. But if that is their belief, and we have to assume that it is, given the way they wrote it, it might inform your view on how relentless they are going to be in pursuit of Trump for other alleged activities. If they truly believe that that's how it played out and that ultimately he was responsible and i know there's a whole lot of people who are are watching this right now and they're like well of course he was there's a difference between a person an individual at home saying yeah it's his fault and a prosecutor viewing it that way because it, it might inform their actions it might drive them a little bit further it might make them more relentless in pursuit of something. There is a difference between filing some paperwork and, you know, making some phone calls 
and being directly tied to violence or attributing violence to those public statements. Um, whether or not that aspect of it ever really gets into court, we don't know. It's way too early to talk about that. But it shows that at least some, some of the prosecution team believe that's the case, that he is responsible for it. It's not proven in court, nothing like that. But it's in the filing. That is their view their narrative of what happened. That is going to make them more dogged in their pursuit. Because it's not just some political thing. Um, now, I know that a whole bunch of people were like, of course that's what happened. Again, I get it. I understand. But you're not a prosecutor. You're not putting ink to paper and putting that in front of a judge. I don't believe the former president's legal issues are going to end anytime soon. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.